with faces and bodies that you have never seen. We are the brotherhood of the silver screen. I, mean, okay. <laughs> nice. I can rhyme. <laughs> Tonight we have Dove. What's up? Joey. What's going on? Brad is here on the computer and Athena's with us as well. Hey. This week we are doing the good and the bad and the ugly. This is where each uh, member of the brotherhood of the silver screen brings something to the table to discuss. Dove, what do you got this week? Okay, so I have a bro did you know slash loser review. Okay. It's not really a loser review, but I'll explain in a second. But okay. um, So I uh, saw John Wick 3. Okay. This isn't a review about John Wick 3, but it put me in the mindset of what I wanted to do for, uh, for bro did you know. And so, okay, so I want to talk about the Matrix 4, okay? Okay. It's happening. Okay. Yes, it's it happening. Is. It's coming it is, to you. It's very yes, much it happening, is. okay? And I... Um, Decided to do a little research on it, and just I thought it'd be interesting just to kind of talk about what's the development so far. Were you inspired after I and, sent you uh, that link? What's that? I said, were you inspired after I sent you that I link? I did read that link, but I forget what it said. It was just the one that said, like, it's coming. That was, oh, it was yeah, basically it's happening. And I looked at Wachowski sisters talking about. Well, apparently it's not both of them. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not. It's, it's only one. So Lana, which Lana, whoever yeah. that was, formerly one of them, the skinny one. Okay. Right? <laughs> um, is directing it. Apparently they have it written. Okay, with some finishing touches or whatever. Okay. Um, only Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves are on are the cast. Re- returning, okay. So, um, there's no Keanu word... Reeves and who? Oh, yeah. Carrie Ann Moss. There's no okay. word on whether or not Lawrence Fishburne will be joining. Okay. Okay. I, I gotta and look. so, I, I have Isn't to... Isn't everybody I, dead? I thought everybody was dead. It's a prequel. It's a flashback. Is it a prequel? Are you kidding me? They're gonna be so well, no, old. No, How they're gonna be, be old. They're gonna be mad old. But you know what? I found myself okay, just okay. Okay, but they also just what's that? What's that movie that's coming out with Will Smith? I mean, what? they can basically Gemini de-age, man. Oh. They can de-age no, 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 everybody with, with, with digital effects. Okay, so oh. I mean, oh. there are all kinds of problems. You know, one thing that Lana, I can't call her that. What's her original name? What's her real name? What's the name? Harry, Larry. If you didn't look anyway, the dude when he was talking was like, "We've learned a whole lot more about ourselves since the first time," and I'm like, "This is already going down the wrong." Which is which? Which Yeah, whatever that means. Which is what I told you about the first Matrix and it being a yeah. Never mind. Right, I know. We we went into that. So anyway, it is happening. (laughs) Uh, Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are coming back to play their characters. Um, And when I first heard the news, I actually I was a little bit mixed. I feel like it's far enough away. To not take away from the very first one. Okay. Okay. Now right. this has potential to be um, completely, completely ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just be really, really stupid and complete garbage. Okay. Or it has the potential to be really good if they go back to the roots. And so this is where I wanted to um, pull up loser reviews. This guy, I actually went into some of the comments and stuff to see what people were saying. Um, and this guy. Pretty much sums up what I would say. Okay. Okay. And something like this. Forgive some of the typos and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did say this to Joey, and this was a different comment, Joey. But mm-hmm. I, I, tell me if I said this exactly to you. This will be garbage solely due to Wachowski involvement. Everything they've done since Matrix 2 has been awful. Which is true. Okay. Okay. Yes. Once they started being, they doing weird things to themselves. Well, V for Vendetta, I think some yeah. of it was garbage and some of it was not. Uh, I, I, like, I think some of I mean, it was really I, good. I like some of the stuff they've done since then. Uh, their last movie was not good. Uh, Jupiter Rising, Jupiter Ascending. Oh, that was oh. horrible. Yeah, that wasn't good. I never even watched that. Wasn't good, but they had Speed they, had, they had a couple that I thought were pretty good. Okay. Since, anyway, since, since Matrix Two, um, I can slightly agree with that comment. 
Yeah. So anyway, I'm just going to review this, mm-hmm. and I'm done. So this is uh, his name is uh, Satomi. Whatever. Okay. He says I'm weary about all these recent sequel or remake type films. Yes. Look at what happened to Ghostbusters. Yeah. And so much more. Need, need um, he says needless to name. Just forgive some of the spelling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, firstly, the writer and or director needs to be the same and have the same creative energies as the originals. If reoccurring actors come back, they too need the same energy and contribution. Buzz it, budget, is it as big or less than the originals? Probably some, bigger. Right. Probably, I would oh, hope yeah. so. If some, newbie belem- <laughs> if some newbie millennial retard out of nowhere <laughs> oh comes with a pathetic cardboard personality, will ultimately kill the franchise. Think Shia LaBeouf, Indiana Jones, Crystal Skull, and all the new garbage Star Wars films will never live up to or have any connection to the original 80s films. He's right. So I please ask humbly to be very cautious. Make sure, as I stated, there's the strong energy and creative energy, not just a BS idea of remaining the, fir- uh, the first movie with millennial cardboard characters. Be careful who you cast. Make sure all the original actors come back. Knowing they too need to have the full energy and persona they will bring to the story. And F's have a good legacy to go on. I don't know. Don't destroy the franchise due to money cash cows from the biz side of Hollywood wanting to milk the cow to compete with Disney's unlimited franchise treasure chests they acquired over the years. Stay true to the original and uh, make entertainment. Please don't interject political ideologies or SJW themes, please. That's what killed Ghostbusters. Hence why the original director is now rehashing the franchise again in another up-and-coming Ghostbusters film, apparently. Uh, may or may not turn to crap anyways, peeps. Then he goes on to promote his YouTube channel. So <laughs> I, uh, there you go. There's peeps. a shameless plug. And he goes, make sure to he check out peeps. my YouTube channel. It's that waitress from uh, Clingers. Oh. Or your dad. Oh, peeps. Yeah. Yeah, both, we had this waitress like, who every time like, she came like, to talk to us, she said, "What's like, up, peeps?" Yeah, both like, yeah, they're both like, like they're both like older women. Yeah, okay. she was like in her called older, like later fifties. She'd be yeah. like, "What's up, my peeps?" Cool. And then your dad, your dad called us peeps the whole time too, and I was like, "Stop!" It's just like a, <laughs> a thing it. that people Please in their fifties do. <laughs> it reminds yeah. me of uh, SpongeBob when when uh, Mr. Krabs told. Um, uh, Pearl, have a coral day, and, and that she calls up her friend. Yeah, this this uh, this Pearl coral is definitely out. <laughs> or did she say she said we don't say cool anymore, Dad. We say coral. Oh, coral. And she goes, Ugh. he goes, what's wrong? When you say it, it sounds so uncoral. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that guy summed up pretty good what I uh, what I would feel um, about the next movie. I really, I mean, I, I love the Matrix. It's okay. It is my favorite movie. The Matrix One, I think it stands out even from two and three. They don't ruin it. Two and three doesn't ruin it. It was okay. built super low budget. All this stuff was it super um, low budget? I it was low budget to begin they with. Like eighty million dollars to begin with. Um, the first one, se- especially the first one, especially by today's standards. But um, this guy, you know, iterated what basically what is ruining modern Hollywood movies. Will Hollywood get a clue? I don't know. We shall see. Now, well, first off, isn't Matrix owned by Warner Bros.? Mm-hmm. I think it's Village Roadshow. I don't know if it was owned. I think if Warner they said uh, Village Roadshow is uh, it was it was um, New Line Cinema. I think, I think if Warner, I think Warner Bros is involved, it's yeah. it's already in trouble because <laughs> Warner, Warner Bros is like Warner Bros basically is doing the whole cash cow. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to rehash everything they can to like keep up with Disney and stuff. Yeah, like that's that. exactly what this guy mentioned. But they don't know how to do it even remotely well. Yeah. What, speaking of rehashing everything, what happened to the cinematic universe of? 
of the mummy and yeah, Doctor Jekyll. Killed it. They, they, they killed, killed it. Killed it. Really not killed happening. It. The mummy, I guess, yeah. didn't do well enough. Maybe was that okay. it? it was, um, I mean, they had a bunch of other surprise there. They had a bunch of other stuff in production, though. Yeah, the Dark Universe. They had a bunch of other stuff in production, though. So. I don't know really I know how that happened. I would love to see them, but yeah, but they just did such a bad job. I mean, they 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 pulled out their like one of their aces in the hole right away, like with uh, Doctor Jekyll. Like, why did you do that? Yeah. Why? Oh my word! No build up at all. Like there, oh, there's Doctor Jekyll. Like, it's oh, like and he's already turning oh, the beast. Okay, the bad guy's defeated already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, what do we look forward to in the next two films? Now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they just are a bunch of numbskulls. Yeah. I can't believe they did that. That was Universal, yeah. But Universal, yeah, okay. that was Universal. Dark Universe. Also, are you yeah. sure it wasn't Columbia? Yeah, it was Universal, Universal Dark Universal. Universe. Okay, okay. They, they call yeah. it Dark Universe. Yeah. Okay. Darn it. Yeah. Screw that. Uh, up, I mean, I mean, I don't know. You, you may see a revival. You never know with stuff like this. But, I mean, I just I, it definitely is a cash cow thing. Like, yeah. Like at this See, point, like yeah. at this point, they all are. Yeah. Like I mean, he this guy's talking about it. Like this guy's talking about it. Like, hey, if you have like some kind of you know, if you have some sort of morals, like you'll do it this way. But the problem is, is like, is like the, the Wachowskis <laughs> probably have like. Mad, mad, <laughs> madness. Mad, I was madness. Gonna say, I was, no, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like mad uh, debt from all of their surgeries, and they're probably not, they're not. <laughs> no, they don't. You don't think so? No. They, I, they had to have made a oh, lot of money. Made a lot funny. of money. I was not expecting that. <laughs> it does not cost that much money. <laughs> not that much money to a director of a. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, either oh, way, no. Is, is, either is, way. Is, is reassignment surgery that expensive? It might I be. Know. I don't think they make as much money as you guys think they do. No. But either way. I hope not. But, e- <laughs> but either way, I mean, if they're not doing anything and then Warner Bros. is like, hey, here's five mil to write us another Matrix script. I mean, of course they're going to say yes. They of don't course. care. Yeah, you're right. right. They yeah, don't that's care. True. Right. That's true. I know. It's probably going to be mean, crap. I mean, that's like, like, that's like, I mean, basically, they're probably thinking like, they're probably thinking like we have the legacy of the original Matrix, but then we just already destroyed that with yeah. with the third one. That's true. With Revolution, so they're like, if we make a movie that's better than Revolution, that's probably what they're aiming for. If we make a movie that's better than Revolution, then like who cares? And, and they you- also, and they're right, they're in a place where they can basically Hollywood's in a place now where they can actually speak their mind on how they feel about about gender and and basically all that kind of stuff. And so Heaven they'll help us. So they'll. So I mean, so if she I, can I put that into her movie. If she can I, put that into her movie. Um, I still freely can't. rather than hiding it like she did before yeah. in the in the original then I still can't believe their decision when the oracle you know the original lady who played the oracle yeah, who was right. a great actress she right. was perfect for that role when she died prematurely and then they're like oh the oracle has taken a different form and it's another old black lady <laughs> I, I, I was like sh- shocked and floored. So you replaced an old black lady with just another old black lady. Like it should have been that kid, the bald kid. It should have been a kid. With or a spoon kid. It should have been a radically kid. different. But they're like, oh, we're going to get another old black lady. She's changed her form. Oh, oh great. To another old black lady. It's a kid with a fork. Nice. With a fork. Nice. By the way, was that a boy or a girl? I don't know. I think it was a- Their net worth is $250 million between oh, the wow. two of them. Okay. I think, so, I think that pays for the surgery. Yeah. And their doctor, and their doctor, so. their doctor was smart. Doctor, They'd be like, uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be $250 million. Yeah, the, the doctor, and the doctor said, uh, that'll be $248 million. Yes. <laughs> you had no idea what I had to do here. Yeah, yeah. You have no idea what I had to do. Okay? Pay up. <laughs> What's your net worth? Two hundred fifty. Wow, that's the exact price of your surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, and you can't have Matrix Four without Lawrence Fishburne. If he's not in it, forget it. It's, it's I a, mean, I well, he would have to lose like fifty pounds. He's he pretty do that. big, man. I, yeah, but twenty I also, million dollars. I also, also got to believe. <laughs> That's yeah, true. I also got to believe he will be in it yeah. unless unless he has like 
Unless he's just like, no, you can't destroy this thing for me. I'm not going to be in it. <laughs> he's got to be in it. I mean, he's already doing John Wick with with Keanu Reeves. Why mm. wouldn't he go back to Matrix? Greatest and supporting role. And reprise a role that he loves. Yeah, so. it's true. Yeah. All right, Joey, what do you got this week? Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna do a tra- I'm gonna do a trailer park. Okay. Uh, we kind of touched on this last week, um, but uh, I was I wanted to do a trailer park on the newest and last Joker trailer before Ooh, it comes okay. to comes back or comes comes out. So um, it's a really interesting trailer um, that kind of came out. I I was pretty hesitant about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty hesitant about this movie. What's going on? Why? Nothing. Okay. You know what I thought of? I thought of Wawa for half a second. I looked at Athena. I'm like, I'm, I think I'm going to get Wawa after that. Oh my <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, go ahead. She has a big shameless, bag of Wawa just sitting there. Shameless plug. Sorry. Go anyway. Ahead. I apologize. Um, no, it's okay. So anyway, so this, this trailer came out and they've released like several trailers, each one kind of revealing more about the story and what's going on. Um, I was, just because it is Warner Bros and it is DC Universe, which is been pretty inconsistent up until this point um, I'm hesitant about it however uh, each each trailer that's kind of come out has has gotten me more and more interested um, about the movie uh, it just looks uh, they, they are kind of keeping it away from the rest of the DC universe it is its own standalone film I, they've basically said it won't tie in at any point right um, it's a totally different mm-hmm. actor it's not Jared Leto it's Joaquin Phoenix who I actually think could be really cool in the role mm-hmm. Um it looks and so yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it looks it just looks crazy and and interesting. And but I mean the thing the thing here that I would really like to see. And so this is kind of what I kind of wanted to talk about. But during the trailer park, aside from it just being interesting and and the trailer looking crazy, um, with like Robert De Niro in it too, which I thought was I didn't know he was in the movie until I saw this recent trailer. The thing that I think will be cool is if it is going to be standalone and it doesn't really involve any super powered people at this point, right? And it is kind of just about like. How does someone in society become so disenfranchised and or have something happen to them or whatever it might be, you know, that drives him to become the Joker? Like, how does that happen to someone? Right. And I think it's a really interesting story to tell, especially like in this time period, um, because you can really focus in on like mental health factors. And specifically, I mean, I'm sure they won't go this dark, although it does look like it could be dark. It is rated R. Yeah. Um, They probably won't go to this dark, but it is the kind of movie that. Kind of, I, I think it's ironic that Robert De Niro is in it because um, we, Athena and I watched Taxi Driver mm-hmm. um, a couple of weeks ago, which mm-hmm. is very like, you know, this he's this vet with PTSD who's disenfranchised, has obvious mental health issues, right? And his, yeah. and his interactions with the world kind of like continue to lead him to this like building like craziness, right? Um, that causes him to do something nuts. And so I think this, this kind of looks kind of similar. And so I wonder, and, and it kind of has that similar feeling. It's also going to be set in the 70s, I think, or, or maybe the 80s. Um, I think it might be early 80s. It looks yeah. like an early okay. 80s thing to me. It would make sense if it was early 80s because that was also when the, the killing joke came out, I think. Uh, that might have been late 80s. But, um, but still, it could be interesting because I do think they are drawing a lot from that. The killing joke is a Batman Joker story, ultimately, but gives us background on how um, Joker becomes the Joker, uh, basically, mm-hmm. and so um, and that basically is uh, that whole idea of like one bad day, right? Like that he has all this stuff happen to him, yeah, and it kind of drives him to go crazy. Um, but this could be interesting and, too. And the Killing Joke is he the Red Hood before he's Joker? Yeah, he has the. Uh, he's not the Red Hood, but he has the like the giant like glass thing that he wears, like that's right, like yeah, a mask right. that's red. Yeah. Okay, okay, right. Yeah. Um. And so, but I just think it could be interesting because you could explore, like, just in terms of, like, what, what's happened today in politics. Again, it's a really dark avenue, but you could explore not only just, like, mental health and how that, and, like, what, 
and all those different kinds of facets. But you could also explore like what drives someone to, like we've had all these mass shootings, right? So like what drives someone to be so disenfranchised, become so unhealthy that mm-hmm. they that they like go to that, go to that kind of a dark place, right? And commit something like that. And so like I mean to me, this for watching the trailer, it looks like he just is going to continue to like spiral basically mm-hmm. until he does something crazy, right? Yeah. And becomes the Joker. Um, and so it's going to have to end in sort of a giant climax as his introduction as, to as the Joker, right? So um, I just think it'll be. I'm hoping they do it well, and that like that whole idea that that art imitates life. That I, I hope that they really explore some some stuff that we haven't necessarily seen, and it doesn't come off as just like we wanted to do a crazy character, and he just t- comes off as kind of like cheesy and and dark to be dark. So yeah. I'm hoping it's more than that. So that's right. all. I think Joaquin Phoenix was a was a good pick for that. Yeah. Yes. Someone who you think spirals you, out of control and <laughs> it does look. I mean, because when I saw that it was rated R, and I was like, "There's probably a ton in this that they're not showing." Mm. I hope so. Um, yeah. And there's going to be a lot of content there that they're going to be. Um, but yeah, and, and uh, he, it seemed like he. You, you could hear a little bit of his laugh too when he yeah. went coming through, and it seems yeah. like it's something he really, really worked on. Yeah. So I'm I'm really excited to see it. It looks like it's well done. It looks quality. Yeah. And uh, you know it's gotten some really good reviews. A couple bad ones I heard too. But oh really? Uh, okay. That's what I heard. I heard. Okay. But they might be doing it just it. to. Some are, but I knew that they were. Sometimes I think they do it just to do it. Yeah. Just to be like, ooh, which bad review is this? Who wrote this? Yeah. Click right. Yeah. Oh, this guy. So now this guy knows who he is. You know yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it looks really. It does look dark, and yeah. he looks like, throughout the entire trailer, it just looks like this dude is about to snap. Yeah. And yeah. that's yeah. what it looks like. Mm-hmm. He's about to snap. Yeah. yeah. And um, ultimately, you want, you want him to look like that coworker that you always keep an eye on. Right. And it seems like like it looked like it, he's always getting like beat up and stuff. It yeah. was just kind of, I kind of like Joker. He like enjoys it. Yeah. Like like this is this is do it more you know yeah. and Batman's constantly trying to just break him and he can't yeah yeah um, it looks so. like it looks like they're following the avenues that um, Heath Ledger followed you know yeah. I, and I'm happy about that that's like a realistic take on on the Joker which yeah. is a lot different than Jared Leto inexplicably like I mean there's that that was just such a disaster <laughs> well yeah well that not was only such a disaster, not only disaster but like trashed he that. was a reference of like. Of like trying to do something and having and like it just being coming off as stupid. Yes. Like I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there was all that there was all that publicity before Suicide Squad came out about yeah, how so he, he about like how he stayed in gifts. his trailer yeah, 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 and he yeah. sent weird gifts to his co-stars yeah, yeah. and people were like, oh, this might be good. That sounds like he got into character. And then oh afterwards, my gosh, that sounds and, like something Joker would do. Yeah. And then afterwards, <laughs> and then afterwards, his co-stars were like, no, it was just stupid. Like uh-huh. he, like like Margot Robbie was like, he sent me a rat, and I was like, why? Uh-huh. Like no one was like scared by it. Everyone yeah. was just like, this was stupid. Yeah. They just didn't release that part. Until after you saw the dumb movie, mm-hmm. so well, horrible, I read. Terrible movie. I read that the director of this new Joker movie, part of the reason he said it in the seven, late seventies, early eighties, mm-hmm. is because he wanted to distance it as far as he could from the rest of the DCU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. huh? Good idea. Yeah, very good. Fresh, idea. Fresh, new. Yes, yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's fine. Yes, yeah. and this is what should be happening to the entire comic book universe: letting directors. Here's a character. Give me an original take on him. It doesn't have to be like this massive overarching story where we're going to end up fighting um, Dark Side in twenty years. You know, <laughs> yeah. just just give me just give me something like if like like I keep saying, let the Coen Brothers please, let the Coen Brothers make a a a a, a, a comic book film. Not happening. 
What's that? Not happening. Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. happen. But that's what should happen. You know, character-based. <laughs> this is a character-based comic book film. It's about the they character. Should, they should do it with Batman. Focus on his detective work. I know. He's 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 Sherlock Holmes. That's what he is, guys. Well, the other he's Sherlock Holmes. The other thing too. The other thing too. I was kind of realizing just to kind of also stay on Joker. I was I was thinking about because of our our list coming up. Um, something that came to mind was was um, the opening of of Dark Knight, right? With that mm-hmm. incredible heist scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, the heist sequence, which yes. which was incredible in like so many ways. Um, and I just yeah, it, it, it's crazy, but it, it also worked on so many different levels because they announced Heath Ledger as the Joker way before the movie came out. Yeah. Everyone was like, he's not going to be a good yeah, Joker. Why would you idea. cast this terrible pretty boy? Mm-hmm. Right. And like that that interest sequence. Does so much for for the character and just introducing him to like to us to the audience, right? Because it's almost like I'm not only introducing this character, but I'm introducing Heath Ledger as the actor of this character, right? Because he does all this crazy stuff, and then he pulls off the mask, and it is Joker, right? They're all wearing the clown masks, but it is him. And he says, uh, it, you know, he gives the guy the the grenade. He's you know, what doesn't kill you only makes you weirder, right? And then gets on the bus, mm-hmm. and like this whole scene. He said it in a really like demented way yeah and the, and that whole, but the whole sequence where he's basically set up the entire thing so that he can not no, only rob no, all no I'm supposed to kill the bus driver <laughs> great line yeah and, and he says <laughs> and he sets that up in the way that everybody dies except for him right, right and he's right. able to not only rob this giant bank but he's able to do it and get all the money himself and it made me realize that we we when when an, a character like that comes on screen and we become enamored with him, we always are like, the acting was so good, right? Mm-hmm. But the actor is just the like the deliverer mm-hmm. of something, right? Mm-hmm. Like that scene, that scene was written and directed yeah. by Nolan. And without his additional brilliance, without him writing it like so that yeah. we basically see that that Joker, he introduces this character to us as he loves chaos, but also he it's controlled. Mm-hmm. He controls it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that, and he loves that. He loves when things are unpredictable, and yet he still is able to predict them. But to everybody else, they're not, right? Yeah. And so, but that whole sequence is brilliantly written and directed along with acted. And so, a lot of times we're like, "Oh my gosh, the Joker was so good. Heath Ledger, like, what an incredible job!" But also, and and that's something that I think is really missing from a lot of superhero movies, especially the today, writing and is directing. that the writing and directing yeah, like just you're right. just you're right falls about that. absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, and everyone's been like. Talking about um, Kevin Feige, right, and how he, you know, he did this whole Marvel thing from Iron Man to to Endgame, and it was it was an incredible feat that he oversaw everything. But I mean, we got a lot of we talked about this when we did our list. We got a lot of like subpar movies. Yeah, absolutely. That, right? we absolutely. Of, we got a lot we of like did. mediocre movies. Yes. On, you know, on top of that, more so, mediocre movies than good movies. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And and so and so I think that like that kind of thing ultimately this is, hurts. This is definitely a step in the right direction. This Joker movie. Yeah, you know, no, even if the film is bad, I still like the direction it's going. Yeah, and but that's I just, but I think yeah. yeah, but I think and I think that's what's important, right? Like it yeah. looks like there was more focus on writing and direction. Yes, um, along no with question. getting a great actor. Dude, to you play can just an you just look character. at what the budget is and see that. Yeah, right. It was just like the, what was this? But what was it? Fifty million or something like that? It was like mm-hmm. really really low. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just just that clue alone just yeah. tells you no CGI. Thank goodness. Yeah. Oh. Thank goodness. Yeah, and I and I, yeah, and you're right, Joy. I hope I hope people get a clue if this does well. I hope people get a clue. Hey, yeah. let's go back to less is more. Yeah, you know. Well, right. and even the better, right? The the better um, Marvel movies were like was because of the directors. The Russo brothers stepped in, and Joss Whedon, right? Every, we talk right. about the best movies. Like those were directed by guys who had more say because they had more clout than a lot of these other directors. 
lot of the other directors were like no name and it was basically Kevin Feige kind of like guiding it right and then the Russo brothers definitely like had a huge hand in writing this whole you know writing all the, the different movies they did and stuff like that mm-hmm. so Interesting. And even though it wasn't perfect it was still I think you know a cut above the rest so yes Okay, that's Joey's contribution this uh, this month. Now I'm going to um, I, I I performed Harry Carey this month, and uh, <laughs> when Yar and I sat down with our food, uh, we turned on the TV and I scrolled down on Amazon to the films that were um, technically still in theater, but they were releasing them on streaming for you to watch. You gotta pay like six bucks, but yeah, it's better than going to. The, uh, theater and paying, you know, 12 bucks a person or whatever. Nothing is better than going to the theater. Okay. All right. I noted. Depends, um, on, <laughs> depends on what you're seeing. That's true. I guess it depends it depends on, on, IMAX and Reading is terrible. I, uh, yeah. Yes. And uh, I, I noticed, awful. I noticed on the uh, available films to watch for six bucks um, was Aladdin. Mm. And oh, I decided no, no, to watch Luke, no. Aladdin. Look, you gave oh, Disney Robert. six bucks, and now they're gonna make <laughs> another <laughs> one. I know. Athena is like Athena. Did you see it? No, okay. I can't. We, we, right. we can't do it. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you can't watch you're, it. You're doing the right. You thing. can't do it. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. I know. The, the problem is it was Dove's fault. <laughs> what? Because oh, okay. he goes, he goes. I watched Aladdin. I said, how was it? You did. He goes, I did. You traitor. It was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. So I didn't say. I did not say it was pretty good. I said it was better than I thought it was going to be and I so said it was the strongest of, zero? of the Disney ones so far. Wow. Oh. I think, still think Cinderella is a lot better than Aladdin. Oh, Cinderella yeah. was boring. Dude, this was terrible, Dove. This was just All right, awful. go ahead with your thing. <laughs> okay. I didn't think it was that bad. Look. Go ahead. I mean, the, the, go ahead. why are they putting the musical numbers into these films? They don't make any sense. It doesn't make sense to put a musical number into these films unless you're going to completely commit to this is a musical it works in a cartoon because it's a freaking cartoon. It's right. it's an animated film. You can bust in a song. You can have one musical number and it still makes sense. But they're like running through and you know gotta keep one jump and him him oh I can't afford that's yeah. everything right and he's delivering it like that you know. Right, yeah. It's, you know? It, it looks uh, it looks it's like, like why are you doing this? You should not have done this because they, it's Aladdin. You I, have to. I'm saying, I'm saying you that don't have to make you should only remake movie. a film. Yeah, going I, back to what I'm, Joey said, okay you should only that. remake a film when the old one has become culturally irrelevant. That the people who are watching it now can't. You understand think it would it. work then? I think that's the only time you should remake a film. I didn't say it would, it would work, but I say that's the only time that you should remake a film when the old one is culturally irrelevant. Uh, take for example, um, what was the one that that came out? Um, uh, called Tron. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tron from 2000 and what was it? 2002 through three or five or six or something like that, versus Tron from the 70s are two completely different films. I, know. I mean, I mean, um, one is culturally relevant, one is culturally relevant. I can understand Tron, the modern Tron. Watching the old one, I'll roll my eyes. You can't, <laughs> you can't watch Aladdin, the animated film, and roll your eyes. You can't do it. It's still culturally relevant. It still makes sense. And, 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 and why are you taking time out of your busy, stupid schedule to remake a film that absolutely does not need to be remade? You know, it's, it, we keep having this discussion, but, you know, and you keep thinking, well, maybe this time they'll get it. But no, it was just a very terrible remake. And, and, and <laughs> I think that the genie, Will Smith, Will Smithing his Will Smith all the way up to the Will Smith the whole time was just so <laughs> annoying to me. It was so annoying, even though I, I, I still think, I mean, he, he did better than I thought he was going to do, but it was just too much Will Smith. Not enough Genie. Just too much Will Smith. 
you know. Okay. Uh, yeah, he compared like to Robin t- Williams. I shouldn't be doing that, but I am. Yeah. I'm comparing to Robin Williams. I'm like, this is just, the, the the difference is just too much. It's it's yeah. this massive chasm between him and Robin Williams. And Robin Williams, you know, the fact that he's uh, universally mourned mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we're like having like these like still having all night vigils because he's <laughs> gone and we still can't believe it. I still believe as, as Hollywood kiss still has not recovered from that loss. Let's make one of his greatest films, Aladdin stupid idea. He's still alive in our hearts and our minds. That was the dumbest idea that you could possibly come up with. I think to re- you have a better chance. Of, I'd say I'd sooner say re- remake um, Good Will Hunting and have Will Smith play you know uh, Robin Williams <laughs> character in there. That would make more sense to me than having him play Genie because that was completely um, um, Robin Williams magic. Yeah, it was. It was. Can we talk? I mean, legitimately. I mean, legitimately. They said that he he sat in front of that mic for like seventy five hours. They have right. like they have like seventy five hundred hours of. Of just him riffing, yes, the entire time. So and they why didn't they just they basically make, took the most appropriate stuff? Why wouldn't they just make a in. CGI genie and then input all up the seventy other hours that they have of Robin Williams and make in there? That would have made so much more sense, Athena. That's I, a great idea. Well, I'm putting just, you in charge of the Disney movie. That actually films. is an incredible idea. I can't believe they didn't do I that. Just, I totally agree. Like, there is nothing better than that, than Robin Williams' genie. Why Why try? Yeah, exactly. Why try yeah, to make fixed, anything? It because it's going to be lower. Money. It's not going to be as good. It definitely, and everyone listen, who saw the original Aladdin listen, knows that. It definitely didn't even come close to being as good. I am just saying that I was. <laughs> it was the best Disney one so far, and that's probably saying something how bad the other ones are. <laughs> also, and this is a little extreme, but I know that their whole. I mean, and Luke's right. It, it, it the original isn't like. It's not understandable, but or, or culturally culturally irrelevant. But if you decide to show your children the new movie instead of the old movie yes. and let them grow up on that you're a bad parent yes <laughs> yes you are I will uh, say this uh, uh, that was probably Jafar in the movie was probably the worst villain oh my ever word he was terrible he was the worst villain ever like in, 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 in all, this, like I, in all of screendom I, I know I, I I was watching this film I was like what like, it's like I see, I see you guys were seen. like working on this yes. like it, it seemed like you did at least try a little bit right. with this film right I was like where did this guy come from? Right, he was terrible. Who was in charge of the casting? Right. You can actually look and see the, okay, what do they call him? Uh, ACE. Um, well, they call him something on the thing. Casting uh, director. Or something like yeah, that. Casting. And you can actually look on there and go, who is that? Who yeah. is responsible? Yeah. Because this was, that was really bad. Was of terrible. all the sins of it, I felt like that was the worst sin. It, it really was terrible. And, and, you know, I'm watching it, and when Jafar came on screen, my first thought, you know, this is my first thought. My first thought was, where is Ben Kingsley? Where is he? He oh. is the perfect Jafar. Oh. He would have been so much better. He would have been good. Why? He actually would have been good, yeah. He would have been perfect. But but we had to get this guy who, I don't know. I mean, he, he looked like one of the people that... that it was almost that, sad. He I looked like one bad of the people the from Taken who was getting beat up playing cards, you know, from Taken. Well, he, he looked, like, he he looked like somebody... He looked like somebody who they came to and said, do you want to play Jafar? And he probably was like... Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Me? Yeah. We'll give you $20 million. Right, okay, right. I'll do it. But right. I got, why? I got, the, I got the role. But why? Yeah. <laughs> How did I get this role? Seriously. And his accent was terrible. Aladdin. It was I'm awful. I'm going to send you to prison. And it was delivered just like that. I remember when he pushed that guy down the well or whatever? Yes. And this was right. supposed to be like, he's coming <gasps> oh, out evil. So bad. I'm sitting there, I'm going, 
that was kind of fun to watch. I don't know. Like yeah. this guy, I don't feel bad for this guy. Yes. Jafar is still really nice. Yes. And, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, uh, right. really kind and giving and, you your reward. <laughs> your eternal reward. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't I can't talk about Aladdin without quoting the dumb thing. You know, Were and, there yeah. was uh, was the tiger and uh, Iago and Iago? Iago and, was uh, not talking, so that's probably a good thing. Iago Iago was talking. He, he he could talk. He was talking like a parrot. He, he was talking like a parrot, right? Hmm. He so he but it, that's probably a good thing because if that would have added, yeah, it, it probably would have added. added that actually was the only move that the I was like, okay, this makes sense. It's like pseudo Abu? talking parrot. Abu um, was in it. He was just, okay. a, but he he didn't talk in the cartoon either. So no, he was no, just, no. I was just wondering if they yeah. added them, like just because I'm thinking about um, Mulan that's coming up. That they said Mushu is not going to be in it. So I'm just, I was just curious idea. if they added the. I, I actually think you know animal characters. That's so funny you mentioned Mulan because it seems to me like they're actually maybe learning a little bit because they're they're straying so much from the story and they're making it like this um, Disney made martial arts epic. <laughs> You know, like like well, they have to because of girls. Cr- like it's, Crouching it's about Tiger. A girl. About a girl. I know, but they're to. making it like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon style, yeah. not like actual. That makes Mulan a lot style. of sense to me. The main character is a girl, so you have to. Do Still that. not right. gonna see it. Can I give you some bro? Did you know? Yeah, hit us with some bro. Did you know, Brad? Sir Pat, this, talk about Aladdin. Sir Patrick Stewart campaigned for the role of Jafar. Patrick had, oh. Stewart. He had previously turned down the role of Aladdin and has regretted it ever since. Oh, Patrick so in the Stewart. cartoon, he... He turned it down. In the cartoon, they came to him, wow. do you want to play Jafar? And he said no. No, and he so, regretted it. Okay, and so in this film, he wanted to play Jafar, and they said and they said no. Yep, they're like, nope. They picked that dude oh, over guys, him? Guys, oh, you know why they yeah. picked oh, him. Oh, my word, it's because It's because he's an English white dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, he they're, wasn't, though. Jaf- oh, well, Patrick no, Stewart is. is. Yes. Patrick Stewart is. And, and, oh. and he, he's talking about the real film. No, uh, but no, that's absolutely no, I so. why. I don't know. Maybe that's why they didn't choose. That's probably why they didn't choose Ben Kingsley, even though he does have. Yeah, like, you're probably right. No, but um, he, he does have. Descent. Like, but he's yeah, evil. See, descent. this is. But, but he's evil though. Who? Patrick Stewart. He's a white dude, but he's evil. So it we doesn't can do matter. That. So it's it about works. no. It doesn't. It's matter. about fitting into the. But, I, I, if much of this, I mean, the ba- the main basis for all these remakes. Spot. The main yeah, basis. Yeah, yeah. The main basis. Yeah, the main. But he works. <laughs> the main he, basis. The main, he's a genie. The main basis is, is the main basis for this is let's make money off of nostalgia. Okay, but the secondary thing is we need to fix Richard? all the wrongs that we've that we've. We need to rewrite all the wrongs that we made. Well, um, because when Aladdin these in the original, Aladdin is the guy from Full House. I can't remember his name right now. Aladdin is the guy from Full House. Yes, in the original. Yeah, it's uh, DJ's boyfriend Steve. DJ's boyfriend Steve. Oh yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, and he's oh, in goofy movies it for a hot too, minute yeah. too. Yeah. So, so was it? Yeah. What, okay, here's my question: Was it better or worse than Beauty and the Beast? I never saw it. You never saw Beauty and the Beast? No. All right. Not the remake. I just. It's really bad. Don't watch it. <laughs> it's it, it's, just, it's so know. terrible. I, I they they the, the 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 late eighties through the early two thousands produced, in my opinion, was the golden age of Disney films. You know, mm-hmm. um, notwithstanding you know the fifties and the sixties and the seventies, um, and the stuff that they produced, I, I still think that if you take Aladdin, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Pocahontas, Mulan. Uh, Little Mermaid, Lion King, uh, Lion King, and, and, and you set them against um, Snow White Treasure and Seven Planet. Dwarfs. Uh, no, so Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, I like Treasure Planet, um, Sleeping Beauty, Sword in the Stone, Hercules, 
Not, no, that no, was that was that was that was in your yeah, that was in yeah, my yeah. old age. Yeah, yeah. And you set them, you know, there there was a time of like ten years where it was like bam, 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 and like what in the world happened? You can do it again. There's ten million folk tales out there that you can choose from. Bro- yeah. Brother Bear happened. Yeah, Brother Bear <laughs> happened. Oh my gosh. What a terrible idea. Well, I, 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 yeah, well, Brother Bear happened, but again, I mean, I think that there was... I mean, they talked about it happening with Star Wars, with the new Star Wars movies. There was a flood of younger people who apparently entered into higher positions at Disney and said, hey, all those cartoons that we really loved, we've now grown up and realized we're sexist and racist, and yeah, exactly. we're going to correct yes, those wrongs, yes. I saw, and we're also going to make new ones that do not do that. I remember I saw right. one, um, they... they uh, I forget what film they were talking about, but the good guy had a British accent. And they said, aha, see, aha, he's, he's the good guy because he's a British accent because he's the good guy. See, white. And then they totally ignored the fact that um, Jafar and Scar have a British accent and just mm-hmm. like didn't even talk about that. They're like, ah, it's the good guy has a British accent. Be- he's a good guy because he has a British accent. You know, yeah. white power. Ha ha ha. Gotcha, yeah. Disney. And then, but then Jafar obviously clearly has a British accent, but they don't talk about him at all. You know, so who cares about what these, yeah, yeah, these idiotic millennials? Anyway, the whole movie was just mechanical. It was just mechanical. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, it was like someone was behind the whole thing with like a a big crank and was just like cranking it out. Here we go, Latin, <laughs> musical number. Woman empowerment scene out of nowhere. That was which horrible. I thought was cultural appropriation. It was so bad to the max. <laughs> Obviously, in this culture, she would have been beheaded. She would have been killed. Something horrible would have happened to her. But no, she got to have her let it go moment twice. And um, I'm like, this is called Aladdin. It's she not became, called Jasmine. Aladdin didn't get any extra musical numbers. So, you know, I, I was like, this is cultural appropriation. Jasmine. Jasmine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Did, but, but, she had, but she had two moments where she was like, pulled out, like, let it go. Yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, turn around. And, I'm going to be silent. They want me to be silent. I'm not going to do it. I'm like, yes. I'm like, this is cultural appropriation. Oh. You can't put American millennial ideals into a film that's set in what like the sixth century you know yeah. you, you can't do that isn't that oh, what yes, you're you yelling can. at me for yes you can exactly right because only one person one group of people is not allowed to do it but everyone else can do whatever the frick oh, they want man. anyway hated it Aladdin don't go see it waste of time join Athena bless you for not going and contributing oh, yeah we won't give them any of our money I mean legitimately legitimately it was confirmed yeah we just air five fived we I, I mean it was confirmed to me today Athena read the article that that they hired Disney hired Chance the oh. Rapper, Chance the Rapper on The Lion King. His his official title on The Lion King was Nostalgia Consultant. He oh loves he loves The Lion goodness. King. So they legitimately hired a several a bunch of people apparently who love The Lion King and were big fans of it to do everything they could to make people feel those same feelings so that they can just continue to churn these types of movies out without any originality so that people can be like, it hit me in the feels, my old feels, so yeah. I'm going to back to the next one to get hit in the feels. Yeah. He well, was a nostalgia consultant, and they offered him a small speaking line so that he would do it. Wow. So. I bet you that there was no nostalgic consultant for Aladdin. Why? I just... I bet there, there is for I everyone. I mean, to me, more... to me, that means, like, to me, that is the... 
like stamp of approval, like that Disney is the evil empire. That all these movies, all these movies are coming out just so they can get butts in seats oh. to, get, to, to get paid yeah. without doing anything original. First move as oh man, that's a good scenario. What would you do if you were a nostalgia consultant? Um, <laughs> uh, first move as a nostalgia consultant. Stop this right now. <laughs> Tell everyone to go home. <laughs> buy your stupid Blu-ray DVD. You'll make millions, and uh, just watch it. That, that's that's my first move. But Luke, what about shut up? I'm leaving. That's it. <laughs> Give me my million dollars. I'm out of here. And the last thing I want to say is that just to go back to Robin Williams and his his wonder for just a moment. I haven't watched anything with Robin Williams Williams in, in a bit in a minute. But Athena and I we've been going through Friends because um, I've never seen it. Mm-hmm. And they have Robin Williams and Billy Crystal have a cameo on that show. Oh. They they show up for a cold open that's legitimately like a minute and thirty seconds so long, good. probably. And I just good. the entire time I just was laughing. Uh. Like it was just like like honestly, I I really like the show. I really like the show, and I think the chemistry right. that the six friends have like is really cool. Um, but like Robin Williams and Billy Crystal showed up for a minute and thirty seconds, and like. The, the rest everybody else looked like an amateur like they just were so funny and I was just you like know, I funny. was so happy for like that two minutes that's cool and that's the I was just like they like came in like did their bit left and I was just like ready to cry it was just like I was dying it was so funny that's good that is cool well, I, I always felt that way about Jim Carrey in his prime gotcha yeah when he would show up in places it was just like who are these yeah. other people like, yeah. just so, yeah. like just exactly. so good the yeah, commanding presence yeah. that they had yeah so okay anyway that's my uh, contribution this week to the good and the bad and the ugly next week tune in folks we are going to be reviewing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Joey has a review for us he's going to read it for us and we're going to publish it on the (laughs) Facebook page go there and check out all the cool content that we have on there thanks everybody for listening this is Luke Dub Joey Athena and Brad the brotherhood of the silver screen saying we'll see you next week 